0: Log Talk Radio. Good evening. You are listening to Life Coach Radio Network, and tonight's show is Who's Responsible for First-Time Manager Development? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're broadcasting from the Nashville, Greater Nashville area, and I'm really glad that you're with us tonight. You know, tonight's topic about first-time manager development really leaves you thinking about the future of our workplaces and how we get things done. You know, lack of career development opportunity is a leading indicator that your company will fail to, um, to keep its talented employees. And we've all heard that old adage, you know, that people don't leave companies, they actually leave managers. And maybe that's true and maybe it's not. Many companies say, no worries if an employee leaves. There are hundreds of people in line for that job. And in today's economy, that uh, sounds about right. Or is it? And that's really the big question that we need to answer. So, hello and welcome. You're listening to Being a Leader live with Brenda Baird on the Life Coach Radio Network, a radio program about leadership. Whether you're a first time manager, a seasoned executive, or you're just exploring the art of self-mastery, this show will get you thinking about the essential skills a leader must master. You know, it's my philosophy we are all leaders somewhere in our life, and certainly we are the leader of our own life. I'm your host, Brenda Baird, and I'm a certified professional coach and energy life master practitioner. So grab your notes. Sit back and relax. This is going to be a really great show. You know, on each episode of being a leader, I draw on my 35 plus years of experience integrating self-awareness to build careers, to build better teams, and lead people to take action on creating the life of their dreams. So coupled with my life experiences, I share the principles of core energy coaching. I've studied from the Institute of Professional in coaching, the show itself actually offers some practical advice, personal coaching, and creative new ways of thinking about common leadership challenges. So if you're interested in learning more about new manager hacks for your career, you can also just text the word MANAGER to 22828, that's text MANAGER, M-A-N-A-G-E-R, 22828, and you will be connected to our mailing list and learn more tips for new managers and managing in the workplace. You know, tonight's show is really a special broadcast because it is the official launch of our new first-time manager development program. Uh, This new series of programs launches tonight with a robust discussion around whose responsibility is it actually to drive new manager development. Now the show is live and I encourage the listeners to call in to ask a question or share a story or simply just to join in in the conversation. So call 646-716-9397 and press one to get into the queue. Now if you're not able to call, Uh, You can simply send your questions and comments to Brenda Baird Coaching um, at Brenda at BrendaBairdCoaching.com. So the question that I asked at the top of the show was, is it okay if people leave your company? Are there really hundreds of qualified people in line to fill our open roles? And is it really okay with upper management that employees would leave the company, citing a lack of career advancement or development? Well, I say there is a lot of research and a lot of very clear evidence that it is not a good thing for the business or for any of the careers of employees. The workplace and the workforce are changing, and it's happening now. I'm not really... Keen on assigning labels to people, but for the purposes of this conversation, I'm going to use that all-too-standard description of the generations that we hear all the time. So when we think about the workplace, I want us to start by thinking about the baby boomer generation. You know, they can be credited with creating what we call employee support programs. The Generation X managers can be credited with making the workplace more informal. They're the ones that actually coined the term uh, business casual uh, or casual Fridays. And moving quickly to the newest generation of leaders, the millennial generation, they will take it one step further and they will be creating a workplace where it is people first. And they will make emotional intelligence the new buzzword amongst managers and employees. Today, the progressive workplace is experiencing a dramatic shift in organizational leaders and in managers. These folks are born 1981 through 2001, the millennial generation. They are now moving into their first-time manager roles. Now, for whatever reason, this is a little bit slower than the other generation. This is seen as mainly a result of the Great Recession. It seems that some employees from the millennial and from the Gen X generation were actually held in non-management roles a little bit longer than is normally seen in career progression. But the reality is it's anticipated that within the next 12 to 24 months, some two million new millennial employees will assume management roles with little or no preparation to make the emotional shift from being an individual contributor so now being the leader of getting work done through others. Currently, there are some 50 million millennial age employees in the workforce, with 10 million of them already in management roles. And the Gen X generation of managers will make up about 50% organizational leaders, according to a recent study that was done by the Corporate Leadership Council and the CEB. The study revealed these managers, especially in the Gen X generation, have now severely underperformed in meeting business goals and objectives within the first year in their management role. So with all the research and the evidence of first-time manager failure, it's clear there is a problem with the back-end process of preparing individuals to transition into their management roles from their technical expert contributions. And this failure to prepare managers stands in the way of progress while putting careers and reputations at risk. In many cases, the business is reactive to the needs of the leadership pipeline. And that actually hits right on the bottom line in terms of lost productivity, morale, and the inability for employees to be more innovative in problem-solving critical business challenges. Now, if you want more information about new manager hacks for your career or if you're looking for ideas to prepare new managers faster and more effectively, text the word MANAGER to 22828. That's text MANAGER to 22828. And you know, I really would love if you would give me a call tonight. The number to call in is 646-716-9397 and press one. I really would like you to join into the conversation. I'd really like to hear your thoughts or your stories of experiences of perhaps when you were placed in a leadership role and you really weren't prepared. So in this next segment of the show, we're going to discuss what some possible solutions can be to sort Stop this disruptive problem? And how can we mitigate the consequences of not having a strong internal process for talent development? You know, one of my clients uh, used to see an average churn rate of employees. Um, about most of his employees would churn out of his retail stores in a one year period of time, except for the times when he would replace the manager for whatever reason. If he would promote someone or hire from external, within three months, that manager would succeed a complete turnover of his employees, his or her employees. So what I'm saying is that when a new manager was placed into these positions, there was a turnover rate equivalent to a one-year turnover rate within his organization. And what he clearly identified was that the cause of this was having a new manager, in the role. It made an impossible work environment. It just crushed morale. And the the new managers were typically miserable to work for because they really weren't prepared in their defense to be leading people. They were used to individual contributions or the technical jobs that they used to do. Now their full responsibility is to lead others and they just simply weren't prepared You know, to start with this, one of the obstacles is often um, unclear who is actually responsible for first-time manager development at work. Is it the boss and the employee? Well, the boss and the employee tend to blame each other, and in fact, both sides are wrong. Career development is the responsibility of both the employee and the boss. However, it must be a collaborative effort because it cannot be done unilaterally. Here's how I break it down. The employee is responsible ultimately for what I call career management. And what I mean by this is the employee needs to self-monitor the progress of their career with planning that involves choosing a career that is meaningful to them and setting personal goals and strategies for achieving them such as their education or their training, volunteering for projects at work, and communicating with the boss about their ambition. While the boss is equally responsible for ensuring the conversations take place, the most important part of the boss's job is to maximize the alignment between the company's goals and the employee's professional goals, and I call this real career development. You know, the spirit of both sides of this scenario is that the employee helps to transform the company, and the company helps transform careers. Economic times that we've just gone through, an internal comprehensive career management system, um, and the thought that from an employee perspective that there would be any expectations of long-term employment, that was really once a function that sort of glued the employer employee agreement it just simply no longer exists as the newer generations are really reported to take at least 7 jobs in the first 15 years of their career so there's a major shift in what you know traditionalists or baby boomers would have considered to be loyalty to the company the newer generations don't see that as the glue that holds them together they look at organizations differently, and most of this change is due to the changing need of career advancement and progression. Now, in place of that long-term loyalty to the company is this link between the boss and the employee, and it's built upon a foundation of experimental learning and career development. You know, today the real reason talented employees leave companies. the company does not do their job of developing employee careers. This may not be true for your company, but for those companies who fall short of the boss, the boss really needs to do some of the heavy lifting in this career development area. While it seems to be true that most people leave companies for a lack of career development, it's Situations, the boss is neither irrelevant nor powerless. In fact, the best bosses and the greatest companies address employee career development by asking questions like How can we harness employee strengths, interests, and passions to create greater value for the company? And how do we systematically link organizational performance and individual development goals in search of those learning opportunities? And how can we leverage strong management to drive business results? The answer to these important questions is the difference between the hallmark of a great organization where sustainable careers flourish, and the organizations that remain active to their employee career needs. It's also important to note the boss does not try to answer all of these questions by, their, by themselves or alone. Instead, it all starts with a conversation with the employee. Now coming up, we're going to discuss the challenges of being a first-time manager. And if you want to join in on the conversation, call 646-716-9397 and press one to get in the queue. And remember, if you want to join our manager community, Just text manager to 22828 and join our mailing list. You know, becoming a leader for an organization is the next big step forward in an employee's career. And as we know, new managers are often promoted for being technical experts because they are really good at what they do. Unfortunately, they don't get the proper preparation or support in making the transition out of that independent technical skill set to a completely different set of skills, allowing them to get off to a great start as a first-time manager. In my research of first-time managers, what I have found is this new responsibility comes with many challenges. According to CareerBuilder, more than one quarter of new managers surveyed said that they weren't ready to become a leader when they first started in their management roles, And 58% said they didn't receive any management training at all. When we asked them what the biggest challenge was as a first-time manager, here's some of the things that they brought forward. First, dealing with issues between coworkers on the team. Next, motivating others to get work done. Third is performance conversations. The fourth one was finding the resources needed to support the teams. And the last most important thing that they had challenges was creating career paths for their team. You know, good management skills can positively impact productivity, performance, and overall employee morale. And in today's fast-paced workplace, great companies are investing in management training programs to develop the leaders for today and tomorrow. Now, coming off of the Great Recession, companies were challenged with some pretty tough economic times, and employees were lucky if they could get the company to send them off to a $99 workshop on how to be a manager. And for that reason, new managers must take control of their own learning. So here are a few suggestions that I have to help individuals who find themselves in this position where they aspire to be a manager or to lead other people, or perhaps they even have found themselves in that role with no training. The first thing that I recommend is to connect with other new managers. Find a way to connect with people who are in a similar position as you are so that you can bounce ideas off of each other And help to provide you with some support uh, when you're trying to go through some of the rough times or the rough patches that you're going to experience. So the first thing to do is connect. Connect with other like managers. The second thing I recommend is to find a mentor. Look for someone who understands what it's like to be a first-time manager. Someone who's actually walked in your shoes. Look to someone who you may be in a position to fill their role in the future, or maybe a position that you really long to fill in the future, and who would be willing to give you some of their time to help sort of guide you as part of your career development. So look for a mentor. The next one is to educate yourself, get all the tools and resources you need to understand the important of the role of the manager and how important that role is to the organization. Then learn to apply the critical skills it takes to build strong relationships and get work done through others. As a first time manager, don't wait for someone else to tell you what to do. It's expected you will take control of your own career and the careers of your team. So if you don't know where to start, get the help you need to be successful. I have been responsible for talent development at a global pharmaceutical company, as well as 20-plus years as a small business owner. And I can tell you it is absolutely unrealistic to expect someone to succeed in a new role without real preparation for that job. Regardless of the size of the company, first-time managers need to understand their role, and the responsibility of their new position, and how it is different from what they did before as an individual contributor. The biggest mistake new managers make is thinking that their strong skills, the skills that managing themselves is going to make them successful at managing others. It's not. Managing others to get the work done requires a totally different mindset when it comes to areas like time, relationships, and communication. My experience as a first-time manager was at a, a small service company. And like so many others, I was promoted because I was good at my job, but there was no way I was ready to lead other people. I never had any managerial training and I had no idea what to do first. And that first year was extremely difficult. I made many mistakes. Those mistakes cost the company, and they cost me plenty. I had people who were difficult to control, and I found myself doing too much of their work. If only I knew then what I know now, my life would have been much less stressful, and my team would have been more productive. So looking back at that experience and observing so many of my colleagues over the years, I see three simple ways organizations of all size can start new managers down the right path to success. We just reviewed the things that each manager can do to help accelerate their career and take control of their career. Now we're gonna take a look at what the organization can do to provide success in a managerial path. To provide solid management development training, the training that has to be focused on the relevant skills all managers must master, not the hot topic of the day or some very uh, uh, heavy emphasis on human resource processes and procedures. That's one of my biggest pet peeves is starting new managers off with intensive training on how to write employees up or how to handle harassment claims before the organization ever helps them to understand how to avoid these situations in the first place. New managers need a strong focus on communication and people skills in order to help them set clear expectations, hold people accountable, hold performance conversations frequently, and to take care of their people. Assign a good manager a coach, Someone who can take that new manager under their wing and guide them through determining their own leadership identity. Connect them to someone who will listen and care about the prospective manager's success. A good coach would model good behavior for the new manager to learn. And if you don't feel that you have the time or the skill to be that coach, hire someone. It will be the best investment you can make in your employees' career development. You know, the research tells us that those managers who actually make it past the one-year mark and continue on in their careers bring with them some bad habits. And those bad habits are the habits that they have either observed from their previous bosses or through some misconception about what a manager, the role of a manager really is. Once they get into those grooves and have those bad habits, they are really difficult to break. So investing up front in an individual's professional development and getting them focused on communication skills and people skills, again, the best investment you can make in an employee's career development. Also, if you're the boss of a new employee, you may want to give that prospective new manager different situations and experiences where he or she can actually make mistakes and actually work with a lot of different people. Great companies create a supportive atmosphere where employees are energized and engaged to perform at maximum levels and beyond. And for a first-time manager, it requires developing strong people management skills, a consistent set of people processes and an atmosphere for providing accurate, clear and constructive communications on a regular basis. Each conversation the manager has should really lead the person they encounter with a positive result. So I recommend that you provide discussion forums. New managers learn well with people who are in the same career place. Together they share experiences, gain insights, and really receive relevant coaching from a seasoned leader on how to tackle tough situations. Managers-to-be should receive specific, actionable suggestions for how to coach their employees through some long-range issues. Role-playing sessions are another great way to gain this experience and for them to build their confidence. You'll also want to equip your managers-to-be with the tools and information they need to assess and reward actual performance on the job. You need to share with them your tools and processes, share that with the new manager to allow them to make consistent, quantifiable, and fair decisions. And when managers are able to do this, they build trust and credibility with their employees and maximize their team's business impact by avoiding those disruptive events like favoritism of some, some employees, or recognizing the wrong people or the wrong behaviors. It all starts with a good conversation. Let me also say organizations themselves need to communicate their strategic business objectives and allow managers to access that information across the entire company. Now, I don't mean confidential strategies, but instead managers need to understand and be able to communicate what it is that's driving the business decisions that's affecting them and affecting their team. This is particularly important during times of change. By allowing managers to access, view, and help to even understand the goals of other departments and the larger organization can greatly reduce redundancy while finding better ways to support each other. With everyone working together towards the same objectives, your company can execute strategy faster with more flexibility and adaptability. Today's new era of manager wants to contribute and have a voice. They don't want to defend processes that meet the status quo. They want to improve those processes and make them more effective and efficient. For the past 10 plus years, I have been engaged in a stream of research that has focused on trying to understand the unique challenges faced by a first-time manager. And while there are literally thousands of books published on management and leadership, very few are targeted on the primary concerns towards a first-time manager. My research suggests that there is a dire need to address this omission of these challenges in our talent development efforts, if for no other reason than to salvage the careers of these managers. Hey, stay with me till the end of the show and learn how to get a free copy of my newest book, The Five Management Concepts That Need to Go. Now, in training and coaching new managers, I find difficult challenge is the mindset shift that needs to occur when someone moves from a non-management role into a management role for the first time. These statistics that I'm about to share with you are the results from my survey of some 400 new managers and their bosses, and what I found was a failure rate of about 60% of first-time managers, meaning 60% of first-time managers underperformed or did not meet organizational goals. Now, for some organizations, the training timeframe window is narrow, and I get that, but that doesn't escape the fact that a new manager's career is on the line, and if we want them to perform, they must be supported with great learning. How organizations approach preparing first-time managers is also changing, just as the workplace is rapidly changing. Organizations are seeing a tremendous shift in the demographics of its workplace. To help you meet these challenges, I invite you to join me for a free webinar coming up later this month. You can text manager to 22828 from any cell phone, and you'll get a private invitation directly to your mailbox. So text manager to 22828 and sign up for the free webinar. Now, the next episode of Being a Leader is going to focus on the social changes all new managers face. These challenges are real, and I have some great options for dealing with them. So, tune in if you would on March 28th at 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Central Time, right here on the Life Coach Radio Network. Here's some final thoughts that I have for you about preparing first time managers. I've seen both small mid sized and large companies try to avoid the expense of training new managers saying that they'll figure it out as they go along. But this can really be more expensive in the long run due to the mistakes the new manager can make, the lower productivity due to the decreased morale on the part of the manager and their employees, and eventually it creates higher turnover. The critical question for any company what is the real cost of not preparing your first time managers? Thank you so much for listening. And remember to text the manager to 22828 to get your free copy of the five management concepts that need to go. Now, before we go this evening and wrap up the show, I wanna to talk to you a little bit about something really exciting that is happening to me this weekend. On Thursday, I fly to Miami to be a part of a really large movement that is going on around the world. It is called the Happiness Summit. And there is a group of people who are actually committed to raising the consciousness of people across the world and to let them know that there is an opportunity for everyone to just simply be more happy. And I have been selected to represent IPEC, the company that um, I received my coaches training from, to represent them at the Miami first inaugural happiness summit. I'll actually be a tribe facilitator there, working with small groups of people, to discuss the topics and go through some activities from the featured speakers um, at the event. It is a three-day event. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of this weekend, and it's not possible, I know, for everyone to attend the event. So, what I'm encouraging you to do is, if you haven't done so already, follow me on Facebook, and on Instagram and starting Thursday I will be sharing with you the key takeaways from the event on my social media feeds and sharing any tools that we receive during those events so if you're not able to join us in Miami you can join through my social media field on uh, Facebook and social and on Instagram it's at Brenda Baird Coaching and you can follow along and I'll share some photographs Um, the exciting tips that we're going to get from the featured speakers. There are so many speakers I really can't even begin to to go through all of them, but each day we're going to learn about intention settings. We're going to learn about the Happiness Foundation movement. Um, We're going to hear from Luke Luke Oriel, which is the president of the IPEC coaching company and uh, some pretty high um, famous people like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Sean Anchor who is actually a leading happiness researcher out of Harvard University, and you may have seen him on the Oprah show. So I'm absolutely honored to be a part of this really uh, big event that's occurring in Miami. And again, follow me on Facebook and Instagram and get the uh, Reader's Digest version of the Happiness Summit. So first-time managers face some real change challenges, and I hope that you will take it seriously about how we can support them going forward. And if you are a first-time manager, seek out like people, seek out a mentor, and try to emulate good behaviors. So with that, it's a wrap, Tommy, and until next time, be safe and have fun. Bye, everybody.